We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Just like that, final hour of the Bill Michaels Show on a Tuesday. Thanks for listening, Wisconsin. I'm Radio Joe Zenzola filling in for Bill. He will be back tomorrow night for the Bill Michaels Huddle, 6 to 8 on many of these same stations. And then Bill will be back on this show coming up on Thursday. Let's take a closer look at the film, shall we? And it's always a pleasure to have this guy on joining us now. Here on the Schneider Orange Hotline is our Radio.com Sports NFL Insider, Ryan ba- or Brian Baldinger, excuse me. Insider Calls brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van, and you can find out how far an extra mile really goes. You can also hear Brian with Jason Lockenfora on Baldy's Breakdowns with new episodes out twice a week. Just search Baldy wherever you find your podcast. And we talk with Brian Baldinger now. Brian, what's going on? Hey, Joe. Happy New Year to you. Now, you know, I'm just uh, hanging out in the film room, just trying to see whatever nuggets I can kind of pull out from last week's action to get ready for Week 17 in the postseason here. Well, let's look at the Packers film, and there's a lot to look at. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to start with Aaron Rodgers because, <laughs> y- you know, in 2011, he just yeah. played out of his mind. And, yeah. we, we, you know, we thought, you know, hey, Aaron can match that. He, he, he could do something like that again. But we're talking nine years later, Brian. I mean, can you believe what Aaron has been able to accomplish this season? Uh, I can believe it, but, you know, it's still eye-opening. Let me put it that way. Um, You you know, because the talent's there. But, you know, I I, I can remember a bunch of those years between 2011 and last season where there were injuries. Um, You know, the the. The injury we won against the Bears a couple of years ago bothered him all season long. I mean, I haven't seen I haven't seen anything this year where he's the least bit incapacitated at all. Like I don't I don't remember anything, even getting his you know his hand hand hit on a helmet or twisted up in a pile. So he's completely healthy, knock on wood. Um, but it, he's just so darn comfortable, Joe, in this offense. I mean, they have an answer to every single problem that a team presents to them down distance formation time of the game you name it they've got the answer and they're dictating by some of the you know they they constantly have two or three plays that they could run on any given snap and it's really up to Aaron Rodgers to determine where to go with the ball and he just he's just not going to make any mistakes and where to go with the ball yeah, it just it's simply incredible, especially, you know, the way he played this past week against Tennessee in the snow. I mean, yeah. granted, he has some experience with that kind of weather, but that's still it's still not easy to he do. He still be able hates to... it, Joe. What? He still hates it. Yeah. And anybody that tells you they, they like playing in the snow, they're they're crazy. It's it's not fun. You, I mean, it's it's your hands don't feel good. And, you know, you're you're on the sidelines trying to stay warm. It's 
it's not fun. I mean, it's a lot more fun, you know, in uh, you know in September and October. But regardless, I mean, he just has that ability to, to block it out. I, I saw him last year against the Bears when they clinched the division week 15. It was nine below zero. I mean, I was freezing on the field before the game, and he played just fine. You know, so uh, he just has that mental ability to block it out. We're talking with Radio.com NFL insider Brian Baldinger here on the Bill Michaels Show. You know, we talk about Aaron Rodgers, but then we talk about the guys on the receiving end, and obviously Devontae Adams just – just an incredible receiver. I mean, to me, like when we're talking about, you know, is he the best wide receiver today in the National Football League? I think he is because it's just he does everything. When you're looking at Devontae on film, Brian, what really impresses you the most about him? Well, I did a, a film session with him last year for the NFL Network uh, at the Pro Bowl. And, you know, the one thing about him is he's got a plan. He's got a plan every play. He's got a plan, you know, whether it's to beat the coverage whether it's uh, after the catch, understanding that, you know, down distance, do we need the first down, a touchdown? What's the situation in the game? Uh, how many seconds on the clock? Out of bounds, inbounds. He's got a plan. It starts there. You know, he came out in 2014, Joe, and he was the eighth receiver taken in a draft that had Sammy Watkins and Odell Beckham Jr., Mike Evans, all these guys. And, you know, he, he, he was the eighth receiver taken, second-round pick at a Fresno because he ran, you know, basically a 4 5 six forty. Slow, so that's that was his. But you know, he, he had to pay his he had to pay his dues in Green Bay to become a starter. And to me, he's never stopped working at getting better. Like he's never arrived. Now this is his best season by far. But you know, and even with missing a couple of games, I mean, his his desire to keep improving is what separates him basically from everybody else. And while I believe he's the best, and the combination. Right now, you can say Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, it's fine. And you could, you know, there's a couple guys out there. But, you know, you have the conversation about the best receiver in football. Devontae is in that conversation. Let's talk about the scheme of this offense. You know, we, we talk about... We, we talk about Sean McVay being an innovator. We talk about Kyle Shanahan being an innovator. Matt LaFleur worked for both of those guys. But are you seeing things in the Matt LaFleur system that might be actually different from those two guys, or is he just pulling stuff from those two coaches only? No, I think it's I think it's his own playbook, I'll be honest with you. I mean, his offense doesn't look like San Francisco's. It doesn't look like the Rams. They don't do uh, many same things. I, I mean, I think this is his stamp. I mean, he loves his tight ends in this offense. Uh, he loves a balanced, you know, run-pass type situation. Um, you know, he's, he's always going to, you know, feature the run. He's never going to get away from it. He doesn't. Um, you know, they, they package plays together, like I mentioned, where it's a run-pass option, and not, but not your typical RPOs. There's a lot of different things that he does. Uh, his play-action passes to get to get their chunk yards is there, but it's it's not. it doesn't look like Sean McVay's to me. It doesn't look like Kyle Shanahan's. It looks different. It looks very much like Matt LaFleur and what he's doing. And I think part of that is just, you know, the 16 years that Aaron Rodgers has of playing and his input to it and, you know, who's available, you know, is Devontae down, is Lazard down, is, you know, is, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I see a real game plan and a real, a, a real, I mean, it's, it's more than a scheme and it's more than a playbook. I, I see a very intelligent approach to offense with this guy. 
Brian Baldinger, a radio.com NFL insider, joining us here on the Bill Michaels Show. Yeah, it, it, it really is incredible what Matt LaFleur has been able to do only in this second season as head coach of this team and to be able to be on the same page with Aaron Rodgers and being able to have so much success with this offense. I, it just This is the best-case scenario for all Packers fans. Let's go defensively, Brian, because um, I've been saying this all day on the show that you know I, I've had a hard time for weeks trying to determine if this Packers defense was going to take another step forward that, Mm -hmm. you know, is this what they are or is there an opportunity to grow? And what I've seen the last three, four weeks from this unit is just, I mean, just from, from everywhere, from their defensive front to their secondary, we're seeing the emergence of so many players. What are you seeing that really stands out? Well, I mean, I see, you know, Mike Pettin really putting a plan together. I mean, they don't want to play a bare front, against a guy like Derrick Henry, but, you know, they, they did, and it was the right approach. Um, you know, Darnell Savage is, you know, is a really good football player. You know, he's featured. Adrian Amos was a good pickup. I mean, they've got chess pieces. You know, they've got guys that can rush the passer. You're seeing the emergence of Rashawn Gary in his role in this defense. Uh, I've said for two years in a row now that I'm just waiting for, you know, Zadarius to lead the league in sacks. He still might this year. We'll see what happens this weekend, you know, against Chicago. But Zedarius is an elite pass rusher, and Preston's a good complement. But they've got, they've got all the chess pieces that you need defensively to really play against any style of offense. I mean, that's a certain style last week um, that not many teams can present, and they were really good at that, at, at really containing the league's best runner. You know, and, you know, when they, when they play a team like, I don't know, Indianapolis that wants to spread them out, I know they had a comeback, uh, you know, that – that has a really good offensive line. You saw a different scheme. So I think they're very multiple and flexible about what they can do. And really, that was a great test. It, they couldn't have really asked for a better team to play last week than Tennessee because that was the weakness that they couldn't handle last year in the loss to San Francisco was a team that really knew how to run the ball and really take advantage of you know run fits and you know and how bad they were at it twice against the 49ers. So that was a good that was a good test for them last week. And I think as a group, when you come in the locker room after you win that game, you feel more confident as a defense when you contain a guy like Derrick Henry and really shut down Tennessee like they did. Well, and now it's going to be a lot of fun coming up on Sunday with the Packers taking on the Bears because obviously there's a lot on the line here as the Bears are tra- or the Packers are trying to lock up that number one seed. The Bears are trying to get into the playoffs. Let, let me ask you about the Bears, Brian. What? what why do you think this Bears offense is playing better as of late? Well, they, they fixed the offensive line. Alex Sarves coming in there at right guard and Mustafer going to center and Whitehair going to left guard. I mean, they fixed the offensive line. And then, you know, they got David – when they did that, they got David Montgomery going. And I believe in David Montgomery. I've known him since high school in Cincinnati and, you know, going to Iowa State with Matt Campbell. I did some of his games up there. I mean, he's a contact back. He's hard to tackle. So they got that going. And then they slowly kind of, I don't want to use, you know, a childish term, but they they spoon-fed, you know, Mitch Trubisky here. Like, you're going to go to Allen Robinson on this third down play. We're going to clear out. It's going to be an isolation. Get the ball there. So he did that. And then gradually they got Darnell Mooney involved. You know, Jimmy Graham has now caught eight touchdown passes. And he's got options now. And and then with that, he really, because they got the running game going, they, they started really kind of isolating where to go, play to play with the ball. They really stopped turning the ball over. 
And so now four games in a row, they've, you know, they've scored 30 or more points, um, you know, albeit against some, some weak, you know, defenses, but regardless, they're doing it. And they look like a completely, and, and what happened when the offense started scoring is the defense who had kind of went to sleep too and wasn't playing well, they kind of woke up and realized, wait a second, like we could get back into this thing and we better do our part. And so the Bears defense really started coming around. Because I played on teams that were really, you know, defensive heavy and the offense was, wasn't very good. And, man, you, you can say it's a team sport, but if one part isn't contributing, it's hard for the other side to feel like, you know, they're going to win these games. And so now it's all coming together at the right time. And, look, it's a, it's a one-game one game playoff, you know, road into the playoffs for the Bears. And, you know, I mean, you can't get anything better. The oldest rival in the NFL – you know, at Soldier Field, it's a great, great, great game, great rivalry, and I'm looking forward to it. As am I. He is Radio.com Sports NFL Insider Brian Baldinger. Brian, I always appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we will talk to you again come playoff time. My pleasure, Joe. Anytime. Happy New Year to you. Yes, same to you. Happy New Year. Here he is, Brian Baldinger, our Radio.com NFL insider, and all insider calls brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. You can drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. You can also hear Brian with Jason Locke and Fora on Baldy's Breakdowns with new episodes out twice a week. Just search for Baldy on Radio.com or wherever you find your podcasts. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, 844 Pride, or go to schneiderjobs.com. They've been doing it now for 85 years. Hard to believe. Schneiderjobs.com. Coming up on the other side, have not had a chance to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. A little rematch tonight down in South Beach against that pesky Heat team. And Bucks fans, just relax a little bit. Just, Just chill. I'll talk about it. Coming up next here on the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical Center. The holidays are here. Gift getting, holiday parties, traveling. With all the holiday fun, it may take the energy out of you. And if you're sluggish or foggy or moody, everybody's going to call you the Grinch. You don't want that. No, it could be low T or low testosterone. My friends at New Mail Medical Center, they can help you out just like they helped me. And you're going to have plenty of energy to enjoy all that the holidays have to offer. And when it comes to gift giving, what better gift can you give your partner than a healthy love life? The medical experts at New Mail Medical Center have a 98% success rate of treating guys with ED without the nasty side effects. And I know there's a lot of great food over the holidays, but you don't have to put on weight. As a matter of fact, you can take it off and jumpstart the new year for a new you. Call the medical experts at New Mail Medical Center, 414-455-4451. Locations in Milwaukee, Green Bay, all over, 414-455-4451. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Alongside Evan Heffelfinger, I'm Radio Joe Zenzola. We're holding down the fort today for Bill. As the Bill Michaels Show continues, he will be back again tomorrow night for the Bill Michaels Huddle, 6 to 8. Grant Bills from our fine affiliate, WKTY and Lacrosse, will be on the panel making his debut. And another guy making his debut is our buddy Dan Casper from Sports Talk 105.1 up in Eau Claire. So 
Those guys will be on the panel 6 to 8 tomorrow night, presented by Bud Light Seltzer. And make sure you tune in. If you do not have it on your affiliate, again, just download the free radio.com app. I will be filling in again for Bill tomorrow. We'll have another loaded show as we continue to get you ready for Packers and Bears. Andy Herman will join me tomorrow from the Packaday Podcast and PackerReport.com. Also talk with Steve Palazzolo from Pro Football Focus. Kevin Holden, CBS 58 in Milwaukee, will join me, and we'll talk some Bucks with Frank Madden of the Lockdown Bucks podcast as well. Let's talk about the Bucks for a minute. Can people just calm down? You know, look, I, I say all the time, you know, it's fine to be critical of your teams. Like, Go ahead, be critical. See something bad, something that annoys you, be critical. But in the grand scheme of things, we are only three games into the season. And we're looking at a Milwaukee Bucks team that has a fairly new roster. This is not the same roster of last year. About 50% of this team is new. And these guys are trying to get used to the Mike Budenholzer system. There's going to be some growing pains, I think, in the early goings. This is going to be a little different from the Milwaukee Bucks we've seen in the last couple of two years. Like, like I just know that it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if the Bucks got off to a 500 start here through the first handful of games. 10 games, maybe 15. Well, you can't be a 500 team in 15 games, but 20 games. Like, I would not be surprised if they got off to that slow of a start. Okay, like, it's not cool that the Bucks lost to the pathetic Knicks. That's not cool. But they also annihilated the Golden State Warriors. Didn't the Brooklyn Nets also annihilate the Golden State Warriors? Like, it's okay. It's okay here. Some things are not going to work out here. And I think there are certain guys on this roster, some of the new faces, that are going to have to earn their minutes. You know, people are mad at Pat Connaughton right now that he was the one that was guarding Jason Tatum in the final minutes. Like, okay, I get the frustration there. I also agree with with all of you that Pat Connaughton was overpaid. I think this was more of an appeasement for Giannis. But I also believe that some of these new guys, like a Bryn Forbes, a Torrey Craig, who's hurt right now, those guys will get their opportunities. Those guys will we'll be able to earn more minutes here. I think those guys are going to be very good rotational pieces here for the Bucs as the season goes along. we got 72 games here. And you know what? When we get into the summertime and it's playoffs, no one's going to be thinking about these first three, four, five, 10, 20 games, really. No one's going to be thinking about that. And after the last two years where I had to get on my high horse defending the Milwaukee Bucks because they were such a great regular season team. Clearly the playoffs are a different animal because the Bucks were not the same team that we saw in the regular season. So again, let's not overreact after three games. Let's not overreact after 10 games. Let's not overreact after 20 games. I don't want to put like a number on it and say, okay, this is where you need to start to panic. But I think it's all going to correct itself. And the Bucs have an opportunity tonight to do that against Miami. Correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Miami lose their first game to Orlando? Orlando's another team to pay attention to. Orlando was also a team that was giving the Bucs some problems early on in the playoffs. 
A lot of good young teams in the Eastern Conference. So, like, I, I'd be I'd be fine tonight if they split. And you know what? If the Bucks lose the Heat back-to-back games, I'm still not going to sit here and say that it's the end of the world. I'm not. I think every NBA team, even the best NBA teams, go through adversity. And there's been a lot of teams that LeBron James has been on where they got off to slow starts. It felt like if you turned on Sports Center, the sky was falling. If you put on first take, the sky was falling. And then everything corrected itself. It happened when he was there in Miami. It happened in LA. Like it's going to take some time. Even when he went back to Cleveland. The Bucs are not going to win all their games. So for me, like I, I I'm kind of like, I don't want to say this, but I'm kind of in cruise control with the Bucs. Like, I know they're going to be good this year. I know that they're going to be in the conversation for the NBA Finals. When I'm really going to start to care is playoff time. That's when it's really going to matter. And again, we don't know where we're going to be several months from now come the summertime. You know, will NBA arenas be full? Are we going to have to be in a bubble again? I don't know. I have no clue. I'm not going to like put money on it to try to think that. But as far as I'm concerned, let's just relax a little bit. Just enjoy the fact that the Bucs are playing again. That Here we go again. We got another NBA season to talk about. And believe me, we'll be talking a lot of Bucks on this show. But I just, I, I don't think we need to overreact that much. We'll see what happens tonight. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll talk about it with Frank Madden tomorrow. I think everything will be okay. 855-830-8648. That is the phone number. You guys are always welcome to chime in. You guys can also follow me on Twitter at Radio Joe Sports. You can follow Evan Heffelfinger. He's on the other side of the glass at Evan Hef25. Evan always with some great Bucks takes, and um, he's very active during games on his Twitter account. Um, with some really good breakdown. And Evan and I will talk more Bucks tomorrow after this first game against the Heat. But um I I I just think it's gonna be okay. It'll be fine. Trust me. Trust me. We have the two-time MVP on our team. Everything will be okay. And Chris Middleton's playing really good, too. Okay? It starts there. It's not like your star players here are struggling. Everything will be fine. Another team that I think is going to be okay is the Wisconsin Badgers. Talked about it in the first hour. If you missed my conversation with Jim Polzina of the Wisconsin State Journal, that is coming up on the other side. Yes, the Badgers lost to Maryland. It was a really good basketball game to watch on a Monday night. Um, but it's not the end of the world. We'll talk about that game. Coming up next, I'm Radio Joe Zenzola. This is the Bill Michaels Show, and I also want to tell you guys about my friends at Hyundai West Alice because Hyundai West Alice – They are doing a couple of things right now, and one of which is they are with the International Autos Group. They want to give away a brand new car to someone that's struggling. Um, After all, it's been a tough year for all of us in many different ways. So they're looking to give a new car to the individual or family who is most in need of a new vehicle this holiday season. If you go to IAAutoGroup.com, you can get all the details there and enter the 2020 IA car giveaway. That's IAAutoGroup.com. Also, what's going on at Hyundai West Dallas, and this is my message to all of you across the state of Wisconsin. Like, 
This isn't just for southeastern Wisconsin. This is for the entire state. You could get your car from Hyundai West Dallas if you just go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. You can search for a car. There's three different ways to contact them and how you want to go about things. And if you have a tablet or an iPad, you can sign all the paperwork digitally. It's really simple. And then guess what? It's not like you have to get in your old car and drive all the way down to Hyundai West Dallas to pick up your new car. Hyundai West Dallas will send it right up to you. So if you live in, say, Eau Claire, they will send the car up there. They've sent cars to Illinois and Missouri. Okay, like this is this is a really cool thing, and a lot of dealerships are not doing this. Hyundai West Dallas is. So if you go to HyundaiWestDallas.com, that's where you can go. If you mention my name, Joe Zanzola, you can save an additional $500 off your new car. It's all happening, again, at Hyundai West Dallas. Go to HyundaiWestDallas.com or Visit the guys, Hyundai West Dallas, off of Highway 100 in West Dallas. Again, my conversation with Jim Polzine coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin-wide, The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Bill Michael show continues. I'm Radio Joe filling in for Bill today. Thanks for tuning in. Earlier in the show, I had a chance to catch up with Jim Polzine of the Wisconsin State Journal, Madison.com. The Wisconsin Badgers had a nice little win streak going for them. Number six in the country. Unfortunately, they're going to drop a little bit in the rankings. That Maryland Terrapins team really took it to them last night. Badgers had many opportunities to still win that game, even when Maryland was shooting 16 of 19 in those final possessions down the stretch. I mean, they just could not be stopped. So we started there with Jim. I thought they just played with more urgency than Wisconsin. They went downhill at Wisconsin. They played with a really small lineup, um, and that put – UW in a quandary. They got Nate Reavers in some bad positions out on the perimeter, blew by him, and scored a lot at the rim. I mean, 38 points in the paint is way too many to give up. That doesn't even count, like, free throws off of drives to the basket. I mean, if if you add those into it, it's probably around 45, 46 points just generated based on drives to the rack. So, you know, Wisconsin had that happen a little bit against Marquette. Athletic teams caused uh, this defense problems, and I think that's what happened last night. Well, and I think the other thing, too, was, you know, we're always talking about the COVID world and what empty stadiums look like and how you have to generate your own energy. Maryland, the energy was through the roof. I mean, these guys, every time a big shot was hit, these guys are all up. They're jumping around. They're hugging each other. It's like they won the national title. But I think that that is a big thing in this. The Kohl Center, as hard as it is to play there, that's not the case this year, and so opposing teams have to find their own energy, and I think that was part of that too last night. Yeah, you could tell right from the get-go that they were, you know, any good thing that happened, they were up off their seats on the bench and really keeping the noise and the energy going. Um, I mean, Mark Turgeon said after the game that he was kind of mad at the Big Ten because they sent Maryland on the road to play at Purdue on Christmas Day, and then another road game after that. He didn't, he, he didn't appreciate that, but he did go on to say that he thought it was a good thing in, in retrospect because, you know, it just kept the team together. They grew, they sat in meetings, they, you know, they just kind of bonded, I think. And 
they showed it last night. They, it was a team that was desperate. They they were 0-2 in the Big Ten. They needed a win. Um, they just played like I hate I hate using this because it sounds so cliche, but they played like they wanted it more. And Wisconsin coming off a big win didn't match that intensity. And you know, there's just as 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 good as Wisconsin is and experienced as they are, there's not a ton of talent difference between Wisconsin and Maryland. Um, and and you know. So it really comes down to which team plays better and plays harder on a given night. And last night, that was clearly Maryland. Talking with Jim Polzine of the Wisconsin State Journal here on the Bill Michaels Show, talking about last night's upset in Madison. Uh, You know, one guy that I continue to be really impressed with, and he's been very streaky throughout his whole tenure uh, at Wisconsin, and that's Demetric Trice. You just don't know offensively which Demetric Trice is going to show up each night. But I don't know about you, Jim. I feel like Trice is way more confident in his stroke this year. And he was one of those guys that kept the Badgers in that game last night, hitting some big shots down the stretch. Yeah, he was really was only their he was really their only consistent offensive threat. They had Potter um never really established himself. Reavers was you know, he had one stretch in the second half where he was good, but he struggled. Davison was really, really struggled too. So Trice they needed Trice to kind of do a little bit of everything and and he's had back-to-back games now, 29 against Michigan State, 25 last night, where he's he's really carried this offense. And um, I'm sure he there's a couple shots late that he'd like to have back. He had a drive to the basket that could have kept it within, you know, one possession game, and it didn't go down. Um, but he carried a pretty big burden last night, and at least on the offensive end, and, and held them in it when other guys, you know, weren't really helping out around them around him. You know, the other thing, too, offensively, you know, we weren't sure after Bo Ryan left a few years ago whether or not the swing offense was going to go with them and whether or not Greg Gard would be able to carry that forward, to be able to coach it to this new group. I mean, there were a lot of questions about that. I got to say, collectively, watching this Badgers team the last couple of years, Jim, the swing offense is alive and well. And I think you got to give a lot of credit to Greg Gard being able to instill that in this group and to be able to do it well. Now, Bo actually went away from it late in his career, and, and that first season when Gard took over midseason, he brought it back because he thought the team needed some sort of, you know, some some sort of process. It was it was too much freelancing, and he thought a system would be better, and ended up rallying them that season. And he's made tweaks. They they do a little bit. And it's not just it's not just the swing. It's the, they do a little bit of a flex, and he's kind of molded this offense into a you know kind of morphed into a, a multi-dimensional thing, and. Um, they still want to get the ball inside. I still don't think they get the ball inside enough. And, you know, last night an issue was they got the ball inside and didn't finish well enough. They just did not finish, you know, in high percentage areas like they should and missed some key free throws. So when the swing offense is working and, and, and it's, it's being executed, I think it's a really good offense. But last night there was a lack of execution, and it really cost them. I thought the key stretch of the game, Joe, was Maryland went on a scoring drought of like seven and a half minutes that covered both halves. And Wisconsin's lead only went from like four to seven during that stretch. They they had a chance to really build a pretty big cushion and couldn't do it. And you know that's a sign to me that the offense just isn't functioning like it's supposed to. And it you know it ended up biting Wisconsin because then their defense collapsed and and you know Maryland you know took advantage of the game. Well, it's going to be interesting now as we talk with Jim Polzine of the Wisconsin State Journal uh, coming up on Thursday. The Badgers are going to have another big test against Minnesota and Marcus Carr, who has just been red hot for them this season. And really, Jim, I mean, four of their next six games are going to be against top 25 teams in this crazy competitive Big Ten this year. Yeah, and that's why he really want to win a game like last night. I mean, 
there aren't going to be a ton of games against unranked teams and at home you should hold serve. I mean, I, I wrote this last night, but the kind of the, the, the old adage for winning the big 10 title is taking care of business at home, um, holding serve there. And then, you know, going somewhere around 500 on the road and, and they went and got a big win on Christmas day at Michigan state and then they gave it back last night. And so, you know, you, you, you always wonder if this was going to come back to haunt this team late in the season when they're fighting for the big 10 title. And, and, you know, it's, the other, the flip side of that is there's some lessons to be learned from last night, specifically on the defensive end. And um, sometimes a loss isn't always the worst thing if you can take something from it and learn from it. And, and we'll see where Wisconsin goes from here in that regard. Well, I think it always helps a team too to be humbled just a little bit, even yeah. when you are playing really good basketball. A um, couple more for you, Jim. I have not seen or heard anything about this. Have you heard anything about Howard Moore and his health and how he's doing? Yeah, the last I heard, he's still in a long-term care facility. Um, because of COVID, it's been, you know, it's restricted on who can go in and see him. His family, his immediate family can go in. But, like, Greg Gard hasn't gone in and seen him since a couple of days after the win at Indiana and the regular season last year when they took the Big Ten Championship trophy in there um, and, you know, kind of uh, showed Howard that and gave him a hat and T-shirt. Um, but other than that, they've been pretty. The family's been pretty tight-lipped about um, his prognosis and his and his and his re- rehabilitation. Um, they want to keep it private, and you know I certainly respect that. Um, you know, I, all I can say is it's going to be a long recovery, and you know that that much is clear. And so, you know, updates have been few and far between. But um, last talking to Greg Gard, that's what I know is that he's still in a long-term care facility, and 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 his recovery has been slow. Yeah, again, hoping for the best with Coach Moore. Uh, last one for you, Jim. And actually, I want to go over to football for a second. Tomorrow is the Mayo Bowl. I, I know I know you follow the football team as well. I, I mean, look, for me, this is all just this is just about development. Like, it's another game for Graham Mertz um, to continue to find confidence in, in himself. A lot of these younger players. What are you looking for in this game tomorrow against Wake Forest? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like it's so, I don't remember a bowl game that's generated less interest and just in people I talk to, um, fans and stuff like that. I just I think people are kind of ready to get this season over with. But I do think these practices and this game can help in some regards. Certainly, you mentioned Mertz. I think it's you know if he can end on a positive note and, and use that as a springboard in the next season, um, I think that's big. The the guy I'm most anxious to see in that game is Jalen Berger. He's been out for a couple weeks with COVID. Um, he was just starting to hit his stride and, and, and really gave Wisconsin's offense something it needed in terms of, um, you know, a, a, a big play threat. This, this team has just been lacking chunk plays, and, and Berger's a guy that can give that to you. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping he's close to 100% tomorrow and we can kind of see the true Jalen Berger, Berger. And then he can use this as a springboard because he's going to play, you know, a big role in this offense going forward. And so you'd like to see him end 2020 on a good note. That's Jim Polzine of the Wisconsin State Journal, Madison.com, covering the Badgers basketball team and the football team as well. Um, Pretty meaningless bowl game tomorrow, Uh, the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. uh, That will be going on like literally the same time as this show. So if you don't want to listen to that, uh, I prefer you listen here. And I'll tell you why coming up on the other side. I have a big guest, a very big guest that will be joining me tomorrow. I just got confirmation on it. I will tell you. Who that very person is coming up next. I'm Radio Joe filling in for Bill today. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.
Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers will face the Bears in Chicago this Sunday. The game time flexed from noon to a 325 start at Soldier Field. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur says it appears that right tackle Rick Wagner avoided a serious injury to his knee against the Titans Sunday night. Wagner was carted to the locker room after being examined on the sidelines. LaFleur talked about the Packers' ability to make adjustments on the offensive line. It is awesome to know that you've got multiple people that can go in there and get the job done and just I would say the versatility of our line alone is a huge luxury. I know for myself personally I've never been a part of a team that has that much versatility on the offensive line where you you know move guys from guard to tackle or from guard to tackle to center. It's pretty impressive. The Bears are still alive for a wild card spot after they beat the Jaguars in Jacksonville 41-17. Mitch Trubisky threw for two touchdowns, ran for another as Chicago won their third in a row and improved to eight and seven at coach Matt Nagy 21 to, to zero uh, in the third and have 11 first downs uh, in our defense to hold them to, to no first downs and eight total yards in the third that was obviously the the turning point of the game that's Matt Nagy in Green Bay I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels show segment of the bill michaels show today thanks for listening whenever you've been listening today i know it's uh during the work time some of you might be on vacation either way like however much of the show you listen to today really appreciate it anything you missed on today's show can be found at BillMichaelsports.com. that's BillMichaelsports.com, and on the free radio.com app just be sure to Search Bill Michael Sports, favorite us, download it, and you're good to go. And you can listen to all of that as well. My thanks to Jim Polzine, Mark Grody, Ryan Wood, Brian Baldinger, all those guys joining me on the show today. And tomorrow we got another loaded show and uh, just got word from the Milwaukee Bucks. The general manager of your Milwaukee Bucks, John Horst, will be joining me tomorrow at 11 o'clock. So it'll be at the start of the second hour for most of our affiliates. Uh, please, 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 please tune in for that. Uh, looking forward to chatting with John, talking about the team, obviously. Talk a little bit about Giannis and the extension, his relationship with Giannis. Um, because he knows Giannis very well. They've been together now for a very long time, and it has to feel pretty darn good to have him locked up now for the next six years, potentially. Um, So John Horace will be joining me tomorrow on the program, so stay tuned uh, for that. Uh, Again, Bucks and Heat will be playing tonight in a back-to-back down at South Beach in warm Miami. I will be watching that for sure. And... um, couple minutes before we get out of here the state of wisconsin is going to be covered in white after tonight i mean literally the whole state is going to get some kind of taste of the snowstorm that's coming in and i just just for everyone's sake please drive careful out there and i'm going to tell you why so i was up in door county this past weekend with my family on vacation just for a couple of days and we were coming back on sunday uh the snow day of course with the packers and whatnot and we were coming down highway 57 just outside of green bay and i don't know if this was covered on the local news at all 
but I noticed when I was driving, my car was starting to jerk a little bit, and I wasn't sure if that was the wind because it really wasn't windy, but it was snowing. I look ahead. There were two cars in the ditch. There was also a FedEx truck totally jackknifed. I mean, just totally off to the side there. There were cars pulled over. There was probably about three miles of black ice up Highway 57 as you're coming back, you know, hooking up with I-43. And that was really, really scary. I mean, you had to, like, put your flashers on. And I'm glad that a lot of cars both in front of me and behind me were doing it. But, guys, please be careful on the roads. Cannot stress that enough. And there were still some people that were trying to fly through it was, if I had picked it up a little bit or if I had, like, slammed on the brakes, I probably would have gone off the side of the road. I mean, it was that bad. And I can't remember black ice that was that bad. So as this snowstorm comes in tonight, please, 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 please drive careful wherever you are in the state. And, I mean, literally, most of the state's going to get at least two, three, four. And if you're, like, in the southwestern portion of the state, like our friends out in Platteville, I mean, they're going to get maybe close to a foot of snow. So... Please be careful as you're out there. I cannot stress it enough. All right. Again, John Horst, the Bucks GM, will join me tomorrow. Also talk with Kevin Holden of CBS 58, Frank Madden talking Bucks, Andy Herman talking Packers, Steve Palazzolo talking NFL. We're going to have a loaded show again tomorrow. And I do believe after everything I've seen out of this Packers team, it is indeed Super Bowl or bust. I'll talk more about that tomorrow as well. For Evan Ethelfinger, I'm Radio Joe filling in for Bill. I'll be back at it again tomorrow. You guys have a great day. Stay warm. Stay safe. You've been listening to The Bill Michael Show. You're listening to The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.